There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Gemma, your, your nan has been in hospital now for a couple of weeks and you can't get to see her because of COVID still, even though some of the restrictions have been lifted. And you're a bit worried about her. Yeah, so she's been in there now and this is going into her third week. She went in the first week in January. She was went in through A&E with, um, we didn't know what it was at the beginning, a high temperature vomiting. And it was advised by the doctor to, to admit her for fluids and, and the IV drip. So she went in through A&E by ambulance and was in an isolation room there for a couple of days before they found a bed for her on the ward. Mm. My mother was allowed to go in to see her for about five to 15 minutes um, for the two to three days she was in there. And they um, were waiting for a bed for her. They, they had told us that when she goes to the wards that we won't be able to see her. Um, we've only lately found out that actually you every patient is allowed um, a visit on the weekends they're brought down to a glass room and one visitor is allowed to go in we've been not able to to get that because they haven't told us about it until it was kind of this weekend and when I asked about it this weekend because they've put her into an isolation covid ward um, even though she doesn't have covid just come back a little bit so so she went in she went in through through the emergency department and, and then she had to wait around for, for a ward and without going into any detail, it, it's not COVID related. She's just generally quite a sick woman. Yeah, yeah, she is. She has um, a serious infection, um, not COVID related. Of course, she had her COVID test the minute she went in, which was negative before she was put onto a ward at all. Yeah. She went up to a ward, then she went in and she was in a non-COVID ward. Um, she has, I think everybody in the hospital gets tests regularly. Mm-hmm. And she had been getting her test every couple of days. And then about three days ago, we've been told that she has been now um, in a COVID ward. And we said, why? Um, first of all, we thought that everybody, like like my nan was tested before she went into a ward. Yeah. That everyone was kind of tested negative. It was, you know, everyone was kept, the, there was a COVID ward and the non-COVID wards. And she was already in a, COVID, a non-COVID ward. So, mm-hmm. you know, why this, why is this, you know, how has this come about? Um, we're told that they don't have enough beds. I said, but she's already in a bed. Like, yeah. we asked, could she be removed with the bed? Like, the bed has wheels, remove it and put it somewhere else where she's safe. This is, like, highly dangerous for her, besides the worry of her being sick. Yeah. Now the worry of her being highly, highly susceptible of death from COVID. Yes. But obviously there was some, some mix-up somewhere yeah. that that has happened. 
Um, and then they said that it was a close contact, not an actual positive person. So technically now she will be a close contact of a close contact. Okay. And okay. she still had, they, we were told she would be isolating for five days. Okay. So she's not allowed to leave the room. She's not allowed to have any visits over the weekend or anything. Um, we said, look, obviously we weren't happy that she was put in that dangerous situation. We would have hoped it would kind of be a bit more under wraps and a bit more kind of, especially to elderly people who are highly susceptible, sure. um, you know, to be kind of a bit kept together a bit more. But then the five days were up. She got tested every single day. The seven days were up two days, or then we were told it's seven days. The seven days were up two days ago. She has been tested negative six times in the last seven days. Okay. And they still, won't, they still won't leave her out of the isolation. And now today we're told that it's hospital policy, that it's 14 days. And now oh. we're saying if it was hospital policy, I don't know why the first and second nurse who told us it was five days and seven days didn't know the hospital policy at the time. Right. And we just can't, there just seems to be no end. We can't get her out of there. And you're obviously worried, Gemma, that she'll Severely catch COVID worried. inside yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're lucky now. She has had six negative tests in seven days. And she's, I mean, that will just tell you that she's completely safe to leave the isolation ward. Yeah. And they, they, they refuse to take her out. They say, no, she needs another seven days now. Like she's cracking up in there. Her mental health is so low. You're not able to get into her. We're not able. And, you know, we're worried as well for her physical state. We would love to just see her and see how. She, like she's not eating now. She's her mental health has gone so low now. She's kind of refusing to eat much. Yeah. Um. And she's just declining and declining. And all. And she's still obviously actively being treated for the infection. And yeah. she will be. She will be for another couple of days. Now they're trying something else today. Um. They said to her that they they done loads of tests. They said to her that they want to repeat all the tests. Yeah. So I don't know if, if they don't know where the results are of the tests or why they want to repeat. I can't get an answer as to why and, they and want Gemma, to repeat And Gemma, is she able to communicate with you? She has her own phone, doesn't she? She has her own phone, but she isn't able to use it much. She, my mum just showed her kind of how to speed dial my mum. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of how we're communicating, but the phone needs to be plugged in and charged, so somebody needs to do that for her. Yes. So we have to ring the hospital to say, oh, can you, can you please charge her phone so we can contact her to, you know, see her form and see how get an update because my mum was told she was ringing too much and to get updates from my nan. And when was the last time your mum was able to talk to her, Gemma? She was talking to her. She talks to her kind of almost every day once the phone is charged. Sure. Now there's been, we have a friend up there who's a porter and every night that he was on, he went in and charged the phone for her. So that was one way we were able to keep the phone on and keep it charged. Now sometimes the nurses will do it and I understand they're busy, I do. But if they're telling us you're ringing too much, get the updates off your grandmother and then not charging her phone so that we can't get the updates from her. I mean, how are we supposed to get updates? And have you been able to talk at all to her doctors? We have been to the doctors. Sometimes I'd say there was about twice we were able to talk to the doctor. Mm. Um, now, I have rang. I rang um, Saturday and I got on to the manager of the ward. Um, with my complaints because we're just we're just worried sick that she's going to catch COVID never mind sure. the rest of the, sure. the sickness that she has and there's no need you know she's like I said six negative tests in seven days she's completely safe to leave that yes. ward yes um, and they're just refusing and I just want answers as to why they won't let her out um, I asked for the director of the hospital they said they'd leave a message and I never heard back from them. Yeah. So I will ring them before five o'clock again today to just get some answers somewhere because somebody has, like, they can't keep her, keep prolonging her 
isolation and keep her in there forever. Like What we have done, Gemma, is we've sent a query to the hospital. Okay, perfect. As to the policy with regard to putting people in uh, the COVID positive area. We'll see what comes back from them, but you're you're just concerned that, like, there she is. She's sick enough as it is at eighty four yeah. with a number of things yeah. wrong with her. She's had six negative tests in seven days. But I think you're saying you're so worried that because she's in a COVID area, you're just desperate, yeah, she, desperately worried she'll pick it up. We just desperately want her to get out of there as quick as possible. Like the every day that she's in there, we don't know if the test is going to come back negative or positive the next day. Yes, like it's an awful worry altogether. Besides. The worry over being sick, this is actually even more worrying. I know. Yeah. Um, to be honest, because if she catches that, then, but uh, you know. How's your mum coping? Um, she's very upset. Yeah. The whole fact my cousin just flew home from London. Um, we're all just, we just don't know what to do. We're hanging around, waiting for, trying to ring the hospital, trying not to ring too much, trying to ring her, can't get through because her phone is dead. It's, it's um, I just, we don't know what to do. Okay. All right. Well, look, Gemma, you came to us to see what we might be able to find out. Yeah. We put the question in and we'll see what comes back. And and yeah. it's been good talking to you. Thanks very much. Hopefully we'll get a response and see if they can, someone can clarify what the truth is, because we're after getting three different, three different uh, responses about the COVID situation and like she's negative and safe to come out and they won't allow her to come out. Okay. Thank you. Bye. 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 Courts 96 FM. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.